When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Robin a Kiva Needle Podcast And they need your help Can you make it onto the wheel? Robin a Kiva Needle Podcast Yeah, they'll buy and sell your ideas They'll talk about it till you've got it, you'll feel Every weekend, better attend You can guess what will be coming up next Robin a Kiva Needle Yes, that's right. This is a special bonus episode of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. And we are going to be bringing you a October tradition, October surprise. Here it is. We are going to be talking Leprechaun 3. And appropriately, a man who hosts not one, not two, but three podcasts and also has a pot of gold because he has plenty of money. Here is Akiva Whitaker. <laughs> what an intro. Um, is this a canonical episode? Uh, I think this is a supplemental material. Is it like 104.5? Is it a bonus episode? Yeah, bonus episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, hopefully, yeah, I did run this by Aisha to make sure it's okay. We, You, you know, we want to talk about um leprechaun because it's a tradition we talk about leprechaun 1 in 2018 leprechaun 2 in 2019 and uh we want to keep this going i think there's three more of them after this so you know it's yeah. it's nice to keep the traditions going especially in a year like this where a lot of people's traditions are going by the way i think we're gonna uh keep going until leprechaun gets canceled well i think there's some cancelable moments within the first two minutes of this movie <laughs> Um, listen, Leprechaun, after this, Leprechaun 4 is in space. Leprechaun 5 is, I think, in the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think 6 is in the hood too, or back in the hood or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I think we're, I think we're going to do three more. Three more. Wow. wow. Then mm-hmm. we'll have to go six years of the podcast. We would go longer than the Seinfeld post show recap. Even, even if we don't go six years, we have to come back together to finish le- the Leprechaun movies. Yes. Okay. All right. So, uh, wow. This is uh, three years going. It was in October of 2018 that we covered the the movie that launched it all, Leprechaun 1, starring Jennifer Aniston. And then it was last year, in October of 2019, we covered Leprechaun 2. Akiva, do you recall the plot of Leprechaun 2? You know, I had like a mental note to look up the plot to see like where we left off, but also it doesn't really work like that in the Leprechaun movie. Like other than Leprechaun himself, yes, there's no sort of continuity. Yeah, there, the Leprechaun y- movies are kind of an anthology series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Leprechaun yeah. is back. I don't know if the Leprechaun himself has any recollection of the events of the other Leprechaun movies, but uh, the Leprechaun just shows up, same Warwick Davis, same character, and even the mythology, the canon is uh, different of there are different things that sort of bother him from film to film. He has different powers, and it seems like that he bounces around through time in the Leprechaun, but this series, Leprechaun 3, I have to say... That I believe this was my favorite of the Leprechaun trilogy so far. 
Yeah, I'm sorry to say this movie. I mean, if you let, if someone were to do a Leprechaun binge, let's say you know Halloween weekend yeah. or something, it is shocking the quality improvement. I know this is a straight to DVD movie, whereas the first two were not even DVDs yet. It's 1995. It's straight to video, where the first two movies are theatrical releases. This is a billion times better than the first two. Mm-hmm. Like this, is, I was engrossed. I was invested in the characters in this movie, Rob. Yeah, I think that they nailed the tone here by mm-hmm. Leprechaun 3, where the first movie, I think that they tried to be kind of serious with it, and it was like so comically bad. I think in Leprechaun 2, that there were some times when they were sort of like, oh, okay, this is kind of campy. And then in Leprechaun 3, they've gone all in. Yeah, Leprechaun had, so I was reading up about it. Leprechaun had, one had some problems where they like last minute decided to make it an R-rated movie. So they like, if you remember, there was like a vicious killing of that cop mm-hmm. that, you know, I think was like maybe put in basically at the very end. Uh, and then two, the plot was just kind of stupid. Whereas here, yeah, they nailed the tone. The director, Brian, um, Trenchard Smith or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian Trenchard Smith. Uh, I think he nails it. Warwick Davis, the Leprechaun himself says that this is his favorite of the movies. He agrees that Brian Trenchard Smith nailed the tone of the movie and got, you know, and he said it was a very small budget movie because it, it, it's straight to video. And he nailed it. And I, good news, he directed Leprechaun 4 in space also. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Leprechaun 2. I Really, this is odd that Leprechaun 3 even got made because Leprechaun 2 had a budget of I'm not sure how much money it, it, it costs to make it, but it ended up grossing $2.3 million at the box office and mm-hmm. was uh, critically panned upon its release. In Leprechaun 2, that took place in Los Angeles. If, I, if you recall, last year around this time, we talked about uh, Leprechaun 2 and then also the John Travolta terrible movie around this mm-hmm. time. They were both yes. set around li- living in Hollywood and the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And mm-hmm. yes. that was part of the the subtext of Leprechaun 2 that they were doing to, uh, like uh, scary tours around Hollywood. And the Leprechaun ended up there for one reason or another. He had like a tree in the graveyard that was like his secret lair. And then he brought the, the, the kid and the girl to go there. Um, there was one part towards the end of it where Jack Klompis ended up uh, like catching the Leprechaun's gold. And mm-hmm. he wished for he made a wish. He he knew that you could make a wish if you had the leprechaun's gold. And he wished for more gold. And then the leprechaun put it all in his stomach and made it explode. And I really feel like from uh, that one plot point of oh, you could make wishes with the leprechaun gold. I think that that's where a lot of the metaphorical gold of Leprechaun Three comes from. This idea, this subplot. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. It works here. You're right. It was not really in the canon of the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he he did invent some new canon. Like there's a button involved with the I don't know. It's hard to explain, but there's a few canonical things that yeah, the amulet uh, that like can that can sort of stop him. The leprechaun rules are a little are, are made a little more clear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's up against more. Like leprechaun mostly like demolishes people in the first two movies. And he, at least in the third movie, is up against sort of stronger competition. Yeah. Akiva, how many pages of notes do you think I have for Leprechaun 3? I mean, if you're asking, I'm going to say it's a lot. I 
I have um like thirty five different notes. Thirty five. Do you have? So you have 30, 35 scenes of, of thirty five lines or or thoughts. Yes. Let me see that. Uh, I have in front of me now. Uh, this is uh, I have uh seven pages of of wow. notes. I go through. All right, this could be a six hour uh, podcast. Sixty seven scenes in the Leprechaun film. Oh my god! Yeah, see, I didn't do every scene because I figured it's Leprechaun three, like. We're not going to break it down like it's some Talmudic discussion, but I, I listen. I watched it today. I, I like know I'm, I'm very familiar with this movie, and I do have takes. Let me just go p- grab those notes off said printer. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Can I entertain the listeners while you're gone? Or are you going to cut on. this out? I'm walking away. I'm gonna. Hopefully, this doesn't get cut out. I do this on like 32 fans and NGOG, but I think this is probably going to get cut. But let me just say that uh, I liked the musical last week. It was really good. Uh, and uh, fun fact, we recorded that like one hour ago. So this is back to back, our first ever back to back Renap recording. We should do like six seasons in a row, and then we could take like six weeks off, and then we could really discuss like what we've been missing. Uh, it would be a little tricky with the wheel, but I think we could make it. At- we should do it at least once, where we just record like six. Well, Renap is going daily, also after Big Brother. So I don't know how we do six and like we just do five in a day, and that's the whole week. I'm not sure, but uh, this was great. People are going to like this. Rob, I was talking to the audience the whole time. You don't have to cut it out. Okay, great. I just want to add a couple of other notes before we go full on with the Mm -hmm. Leprechaun recap. We are recording this. We just got done uh, listening to uh, Renap the musical. I'm sure the response Mm -hmm. was amazing, but we don't actually, we haven't seen the actual response yet at the time. Yeah, I just told the audience that. This is a a rerun for them. They just heard about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And also that we are, uh, there was something else I was going to say about this, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway. uh, Yeah, our first ever double record, though. Yeah. All right. So this is going to be an in-between episode in between this and what's coming up next on the wheel, which is going to be to tell the truth, okay? The Halloween episode with a Halloween theme mailbag. Yes. All right. You covered all this while I was gone. Some of it. Some yeah. of it was covered. All right. Um. Yeah. I, you mentioned this movie being canceled, but really the first scene is the most offensive, sort of like cancelable in the entire flick. Yeah. The leprechaun is out of control. A, a lot of the, the beginning of the movie starts with, uh, you know, we, this movie is set completely in Las Vegas and uh, mm-hmm. there's, that should be in the title, right? It should be like loose in Las Vegas or something. It's not. It's not in the title. I, I think it's just called Leprechaun three, the film. Yeah. Leprechaun three. Yeah. Uh, lucky in Vegas. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Unlucky we'll in Vegas. Yeah. Anyway, so we start things off and maybe we could have used like a leprechaun two and a half. Maybe there was like a web series that could have explored like how Mm -hmm. this man who walks in, he looks like he's really seen better days. uh, This guy who comes into the pawn shop sells a leprechaun statue like you might have on your lawn and it's the leprechaun and he's wearing an amulet and he needs gas money to get out of vegas and he sells it to the pawn shop owner for twenty dollars not a great deal first of all not a great deal but he's like jokes on you pawn shop owner because uh that you just had the lep uh in your possession do we call him lep we always call him Lep. That's our. That's his canonical name on this. Podcast. I call him Lep a lot in my notes, and he says, "Yeah, no, that's do, what we've always called him." Don't touch the medallion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
it's a lot of instruction. Like for twenty dollars, I feel yeah. like it's not worth it at that point. Oh, by the way, to and I meant, this is what the other thing I meant to say that uh, I ended up I rented this on Amazon Prime. It was a dollar ninety nine. That I'm sure mm-hmm. that there are some links which uh, you could get on to <laughs> take you God knows where and open whatever mm-hmm. pop up windows. I'm not sure if there's another place where you could stream it easier. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, that's I, what I, I, I did. Went for I, I just went on windows. Amazon Prime. It was a dollar a dollar ninety nine, and I got my money's worth. Yeah, no, for sure. Sometimes I would be upset with spending, but two bucks for this movie would have been worth it. Also, no mailbag coming up in this episode either. We're just, this is a straight lap rewatch. Just want to set the expectations. And also, um, if you heard my joke last week about my son saying he could watch a scary movie because he's already seen 101 Dalmatians, it was about this movie. Yeah. He thought he could watch Leprechaun. So I was watching, I sent my, uh, one of my kids was asleep and I sent my other son downstairs, but then he could hear the Leprechaun and then he would say like, Dad, Dad, did the leprechaun just kill somebody? He's like, uh, <laughs> he's trying to. He's like, was Dead it the body ma- reported, baby? Yeah, is the leprechaun the main character? I'm like, uh, no, no. That is a good question. That's yeah. sort of a good question in this movie. Not is really. the leprechaun because sometimes he is, and I think he's not here. Hmm. Okay. So the leprechaun is like uh, encased in carbonite here, wearing the medallion, and the pawn shop owner. He's uh, he r- instantly rips the medallion off, puts it on his shirt, and that is going to ultimately bring Lep back to life. And Lep is shot out of a cannon. Yeah, we, Lep always gets his first kill, I think, in the first scene. Although it, t- it takes him a while. Yeah. Like, Lep's, <laughs> Lep's skills are slipping, I think, in this movie. Because sometimes, like, also, his powers where he can, like, throw something with just, you know, with uh, his hand, but not actually throwing it, just, like, Use his hand yeah, to magic. move something. He like can use the force with, yeah. with magic. He really uses that very sparingly because there's a lot of times he could kill someone with it, and he chooses not to. Basically. Also, that they do a, a lot of like cutting back and forth between things, like even like action sequences in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I feel like that maybe they got like a note of like there are stretches that are boring because there's too much time that goes without a killing. So like the leprechaun is fighting with the pawn pawn star guy over the course of like 30 minutes of this film interspersed with other conversations that are happening in the movie yeah, and this are, goes on are, the whole film yes there are three subplots happening in the first 30 minutes the leprechaun guy going after gupta the pawn shop owner mm-hmm. uh at well, the same time where yeah at the same time where um we're gonna meet our real you know protagonist scott who is going to help out the damsel in distress tammy whose car broke down in the middle of Vegas. By the way, she just leaves it like on the highway, essentially. I think they say um, that the car, her car has no engine. Yeah, her car. Someone stole her car's engine. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell if he was joking or not. It was, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, so Scott and Tammy. But then they so, so they go to Tammy's. He drives her to Tammy's casino where she works. But then they split up for the for a lot of the beginning of the movie where she is a magician's assistant. Yes. And he There's is a, a underage gambler. Yes. So that those three storylines are going on it's almost like a sitcom or or you know maybe like a, maybe a, a network like drama so much because this is basically like a sitcom horror movie yeah that's what it was where we're really just bouncing back and forth between the three storylines mm-hmm. and then eventually it merges to two and one you know gupta's gone a half hour in yeah but it takes leprechaun like an obscene amount of time to kill this one dude yeah okay so lep is going to get into a some fisticuffs here with uh, Gupta, and he is going to just start trying to uh, attack him. He ends up biting his ear off. Now, mm-hmm. timing-wise, is this a nod to Tyson Holyfield? 
First thing I Googled, no, it, this is a 95 movie and 96 of the Tyson Holyfield wow. fight, but I did think the same thing. So did you think that Lep maybe got in Tyson's head? I, I think obviously Mike Tyson was inspired. It's a Vegas movie. Tyson is the most famous Vegas guy. I think Tyson was inspired by Leprechaun 3 to bite Holyfield here. No question. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then uh, that he makes an offensive remark about yes. what the shop owner tastes like based on Almost his certainly offensive background. then yes we're yeah. not just judging it by 2020 standards yes yes um also that lep is gonna bite gupta's toe off gupta takes it pretty well uh you mean as far as like if your toe was bitten off would you feel yeah this, yeah like he's pretty chill about it i agree yeah Okay. And in the fisticuffs that uh, Lep is going to, you know, famously has his pot of gold, he will lose one of his gold coins and Gupta will find it. This doesn't really have a system for keeping them. They're they're not really in some sort of like coin sleeve, you know? Yeah. They're just out in the pot always, which is very <sighs> makes it very easy to lose one. Akiva, the leprechaun famously has 100 gold coins, but when I look at his bucket of coins, I'm just eyeballing it, like, mm-hmm. I can see, like, you know, 15, 20, like, right on the top. I feel like, I think his bucket has more than 100 coins. Okay, so it's a good question. I think there's the pot ends, like, relatively early is the answer. Oh, so you... Like, it doesn't go that deep, you know? <laughs> oh, so you feel like this is, like, one of those, like, packaging things where the yes. bottom of the pot sticks up really It's like high. a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> smart. Yeah, I, I had the same thought. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. because it looks like there's 500 coins in yeah, there, but, but it can't be. He should get a bigger cauldron because he's always like spilling them out. Or, I mean, maybe he needs a smaller cauldron. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. You know, because he doesn't need, I don't know. Yeah, but this is the cauldron's not working out for him. I think in Leprechaun 4, I hope he's sort of advanced to having maybe a purse that has a zipper or mm-hmm. something, like something to really keep the coins locked up in that, that they don't just constantly get stolen or fall out. Maybe he could have our spooky movie cauldron after we get through October. He can have it. Yeah. Also, then, uh, Gupta, he is able to fend off Leprechaun with the amulet. And he realizes, like, okay, Leprechaun Leprechaun does not like this. No, he's anti-amulet. Do we, do we have any amulet stuff from the first two movies, or is it the first we're no, seeing of the this is the amulet. first appearance of the amulet. No backstory mm-hmm. as to where the amulet comes from. And please correct us if we miss the amulet in Leprechaun 1 or 2. Now... Gupta uh, also had a spot. Um, I'm looking at his IMDb that he played. Uh, the, he played the character father in the Puerto Rican Day Parade from Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Wow. So we we'll have to go back and look for him. A lot of Seinfeld connections in Leprechaun. Yes. Um, but uh, this might be the only one in this. Working one. from the same acting pool. Okay. Sure. Right. No question. So uh, we can start to uh, you know yada yada a little bit through uh, our <laughs> hitchhiking storyline where Scott meets Tammy. I think that Scott is an odd choice for the lead of this film. Yeah. So Scott, um, I agree. He's he's played by um, uh, jo- what's John his name? John Gaddins. John Gaddins, and he Gattins. John. Uh, oh, I see Gaddins on Wikipedia. Okay, sorry, my um, bad. I, I added it. I, think, uh, I like I like John Gatkins better. Yeah, I think we should maybe we'll pitch that to him. But John Gatkins slash Gatkins um, has become a film writer. He wrote a lot of sports movies: Summer Catch, Hardball, Co- Coach Carter, and uh, was nominated for an Oscar for writing Flight, the Denzel Washington movie. He's currently so he, working on Aladdin two. 
Aladdin 2, Power Rangers. I guess another uh, movie Kong centered Island. around wishes. Maybe he's going to yeah. go back and... That's his specialty. His backstory. Uh, but yeah, he he's a le- legit, you know, big-time Hollywood screenwriter. Uh, the other woman in the, in the movie, uh, Lee Armstrong, who plays Tammy. Okay. I thought she was great. Like, I thought she's really good. And she quits Hollywood after this movie. Yeah. I thought she was, like, very good. She doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, nothing. Yeah. Uh, John Gaddon should have quit acting, and the league <laughs> should have kept going. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe this was a bad experience working with Lep here in uh, Leprechaun 3. But, yeah, she is... Wouldn't shock me. Mid-90s in Vegas, like, this set could have been a big mess. Low budget. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought she was, like, almost too good she for... She has a tough for, go uh, of it here in the film. But uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that. So... Tammy, she is, she works at the casino, uh, which is called the Lucky Irishman, uh, very appropriate for Leprechaun. And, uh, she tells Scott about her backstory. And this, uh, the movie really was, was very illuminating to me because I didn't know this. She is a magician's assistant, which, mm-hmm. you know, I've always heard the term, oh, magician's assistant. Okay. But, this movie really sets up this sort of like mentorship idea yes. in the magician's guild of, I guess you start <laughs> as a magician's assistant and then ultimately it's like a trade that you eventually become a magician where that yes. I, I did not know that that was how magician's assistant works. So she's more like the magician's apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She talks about how she's a magician's assistant. She's working her way up to magician, but she's really stuck as magician's assistant right now. Yeah. And the manager of the hotel, we don't really learn his title, but he's a main character Mitch? in the movie, I assume. Of Yeah, Mitch. The, 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 yeah. I don't know what his exact title is, but the manager of the casino He's like the hotel. pit boss. Yeah. Um, but she calls him her boss. He uh, or tells her openly in front of the magician that she is the star. So she's I'm not sure the why they right. made her made her the magician yet maybe she just doesn't know enough tricks i don't know how the guy she's the assistant to ever got the job because he's the world like we don't seem to do any magic he's completely inept mm-hmm. um but yeah so she is she's the star he's like the creepy old boss yeah um, um but but he believes in her uh which is weird the the mitch the mitch character will we'll talk about him uh later but i feel mm-hmm. like that that was uh sort of a, like a, a weird dynamic but they yeah they really set up this uh, this uh later on in the film between Tammy the magician's assistant and the ultimate magician Fazio that Fazio. you know she's great, great magician name <laughs> yes she is like the the hot up-and-coming rookie, and Fazio is blocking her way to stardom if she only had a chance. Yeah, he's Adrian Gonzalez on the Mets last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, sort of like a uh, a playmaker's uh, dynamic from the mm-hmm. uh, short-lived uh, ESPN series where there was like the... No, you don't even have to explain it. Everyone gets the reference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we know what you're talking about. I think my dad and you and Mike Greenberg and Mike and Mike watch Playmaker. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, that Scott picks up Tammy. He's going to drop her off at her hotel. He is uh, actually, Akiva, this is a really very autobiographical that he's on his way to Hollywood to be a screenwriter. This is like what really happened to John Gattins. Yes, absolutely. Um, she also says like she could lose her license for bringing him into the casino. I didn't know magicians have licenses <laughs> or magicians assistants have licenses yeah. in the guild. Okay. Meanwhile, we go back to Gupta and uh, Gupta, I guess that Akiva, did you have a early nineties computer that came with a bunch of CD-ROM encyclopedias? 
Sure. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So does Gupta, and he happens to have a CD-ROM that contains a disc called Legends and Folklore, which has a lot of information about leprechaun culture. Uh, yeah, it seemed, I mean, not this particular one, but like before, in, before the internet, this was all you could watch. Like I would go to my grandfather's house, my dad would work there, mm-hmm. and I would just have to sit and watch like, here's like Encyclopedia Britannica CD-ROM, and you just turn it on and like almost nothing worked, and it was so lame. Mm-hmm. But that's, there'll be like four no, clips from a movie. This it was terrible. This is very helpful. We find out things that if you find a leprechaun's gold, you can make a wish. Uh, leprechauns mm-hmm. love potatoes. Uh, there can never be two leprechauns. They, they will hate each other. Uh, all sorts of useful exposition is just flowing out of this CD-ROM. Uh, yeah, we see it a lot during the movie. Uh, I guess, like, they probably spent half the budget making the CD-ROM also. Yes, okay. So, the Lep has hidden his pot of gold. Gupta is going to go looking for him. And there, there's a lot of, ch- like, lurking around. Like, Leprechaun is hiding. Gupta's looking for him. They they go back and forth uh, quite a bit. Uh, yeah, Leprechaun is also insanely good at finding people. I'm not sure how, if we know how that is, but he always can find whoever he's looking yes. for. Uh, and so it's a real war of attrition between Lep and Gupta. Gupta is going to get him a couple times with the amulets. Uh, Gupta is really like uh, licking his wounds. At one point, he's just uh, like nursing a, a whiskey. And then Leprechaun comes in and is basically like, all right, let me let me try. Let me warm up Gupta with a limerick uh, lots of limericks in this film uh gupta actually thinks that this one is uh, pretty funny there was an old man of madras whose balls were made of fine brass so in stormy weather they both clanged together and sparks flew out of his ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah gupta's like ah oh, good one oh, that's pretty yeah, i know you're trying to kill me but that is that's a pretty good line p- yeah i like hilarious. i like the limericks honestly yeah <laughs> Should we have limericks on the wheel or too dangerous? Yeah, I don't know. The, the Lep could come out and sm- he's not a fan of us at this point. Lep, I would be afraid of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So meanwhile, that as Gupta, you know, he's back and forth with Lep. Scott is going to drop off Tammy at the Lucky Irishman. Scott is not 21 years old. But as you mentioned, Tammy will sneak him into the casino and boy, this is like uh, Scott's mind is blown. He's never seen anything as amazing as a Vegas casino. And so Tammy says one rule. You're not 21. No gambling. Got it? Got it. Whatever you do, no gambling. So, okay. So you said he's a, he's a weird casting choice. He doesn't look like a college freshman at all. No. He is 11 years. He's in his late 20s when this movie is filmed. He's about 27 when it comes out. He is 11 years younger than Loretta, whose sole shtick in the movies that she's way too washed up to be like a yeah, how blackjack old is he dealer in the, in the movie, casino. The, the actor? He's 27. He's 27. So Loretta's I, I 38. I was going to say, like, he, he's supposed to, like, the, uh, he's a weird casting choice. And also, I, he does not seem like he's uh, 19 years old. No, he's not 19. Um, I don't think he's terrible, but he, he's definitely not the right casting choice. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, yeah, he's literally 11 years younger than as, as a college freshman than the person who is playing someone 40 years older than him. Yeah. All right. 
So Scott is loving everything that he sees, uh, that there's some uh, weird customers at his casino. There's a priest who is uh, playing craps with some scantily clad women. I didn't really mm-hmm. get what was going on there. I thought I thought that would be, guy would become a character, but we never see him again. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I don't really know what's what's going on. But he's wandering around the casino. We're also introduced to the great Fazio, who is working on a new magic act, and another woman who works at the casino, who I guess is Fazio's squeeze. Uh, this is Loretta. Loretta has a lot of jobs at the casino. Uh, well, she is uh, like a blackjack dealer, or you know, she's she's some sort of table roulette, table dealer, roulette d- yeah dealer. I guess I don't know. What you yeah, call roulette. It. Sorry, roulette. Spinner. But then she just like what are, what are other jobs? I mean, she takes smoking breaks in the magic room. <sighs> yeah, this is a really low rent casino. Also, it needs to be said. Right, There's this is like the worst casino. Work if you find yourself here. It's it's bad news. Like yeah. things have gone very wrong. Yeah, for I feel like the, the Lucky here. Irishman is off the strip. These are this is locals only. I think. <laughs> yeah, Akiva, have you ever been to Vegas? No, I have not. Okay, uh, any desire to go to Vegas? I do, I do. Although maybe a little less so now that you could sports gamble in Jersey or anywhere. But I would love to go at some point. Yeah. but it hasn't happened. What's the kosher food scene in Vegas? Uh, I don't think it's terrible. I think you. I think there are some kosher restaurants there. What do you, are there specific casinos you think that really probably have a bunch of stuff, or you think that maybe every casino? has I, like I think one? you have to go. You have to like drive like fifteen minutes off the strip to get to the restaurants, but there are there is a bunch. Oh, you would feel. I like- mean, who knows if any restaurants will exist after this? But mm-hmm. pre, you know, pre this whole thing, uh, yeah, I, there were, there I, were I would def- bet if I was going to look up any of these resorts, I, I bet they all like have like one one spot. No, it's very hard to maintain a kosher restaurant. Mm, okay. It's it's harder than you think. It gets expensive. It's not open on Friday nights or Saturdays. It's not, you know, it, it, you're not getting a ton of customers who are, who are there who don't keep kosher unless it's really, really good. So it's harder than you think. Okay. There may be a place where you could like order food, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I don't think there's any restaurants in, in a single Vegas. All right. Scene. Well, Scott is so blown away by this whole scene here at the casino. And luckily, he has a letter from his parents. Keith, do you remember what the letter said from his parents? Yeah. Uh, here's your money for tuition and board, you know, for the whole school year is 23 grand. <laughs> yeah. It's like a handwritten note. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's how it usually works. If your parents are paying your bills, they're probably paying it right to the college. You don't hand the college a check. By the way, can I have like some of this back to pay my rent? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that he has this twenty three thousand dollars check, and he's gonna go, you know, cash it at the, uh, pl- pl- you know, the courtesy desk. Boom. Here's twenty. Can I get my tuition and and twenty three thousand dollars yeah. <laughs> in chips? I would be nervous to carry around like all the money I had in in casino chips. Yeah. Just you know, I, I think I would ask like, hey. Could I get, you know, uh, $22,800 back in cash <laughs> and then 200 yeah. in chips? I mean, just a terrible decision. And he doesn't seem like, other than this, he's a terrible decision maker. Mm-hmm. You know, he seems like a pretty head on his shoulders guy. Also, like, driving across the country to college. Do we know where he's going to college? He's, he's going, going to LA. LA. Yeah, he's going to LA. So, like, where is he going from? We don't really know. But, like, really, parents? Like, yeah, you, like that's how he's getting to college. He's driving cross country by himself as a college freshman. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Drive with him, mom and dad. Some other minor subplot characters that Mitch is in some sort of financial distress. And there's a couple of like mob guys that are around like trended that it never goes anywhere in terms of like uh, Mitch being over leveraged that he owes money to these guys. But there is one point where the mob guys are having a conversation and uh, Mitch asks them, what what do you guys want? What do you want? Art? What do I want? I want brown hair. I want health insurance for all Americans. I want the meds to get this shit together. Wow. In 1995, mm-hmm. even, people wanted the, the Mets to get their act together. Now, Akiva, mm-hmm. this character yeah. never got his hands on any of Lep's shillings to make a wish. Do you think, is that what happened? Is that how Steve Cohen ended yeah. up getting the Mets that a Mets fan ended up finding one of Leprechaun's coins and said, boy, I, I wish the Mets would finally get their act together. I think it was worse. I think he asked the Double Days to sell the team to the Wilpons and like, oh, they got plenty of money. They have this guy who promises them like 20% earnings every year on their money. Got a little <laughs> greedy there. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I think oh, like one of the interesting things they do is a character like these goons. And like you said, it goes nowhere. They're just creating unlikable characters. So when Lep when Lep kills them, like you're you're rooting for Lep. Yeah, they're them. just setting it up. They're, they're loathsome know, people. Like yeah, here are all the everyone at the people. casino minus yeah. our main people. They're just setting, them they're setting them up for Lep to come in and knock them all down. So all right, Scott is going to sit down at the roulette table, and it's a crooked roulette table, as as if you know that Scott couldn't just lose all this money at roulette on his own. That it's also that they have to be the the casino is rigging the roulette game against him with some sort of a magnet. It's really the world's worst casino. It's gross. <laughs> like I hope there's no restaurants in there. And You'd Scott's for sure like get pissed. It. He's like, "What? I don't understand why this isn't working. I, I'm mm-hmm. picking the good numbers." And yeah. the the wheels just and, and Loretta the roulette spinner's like oh honey just try try your luck some more yeah let's just keep trying she's the, the only neutral character soon she, I mean she's not really neutral I guess but she's like the most like the least evil of the evil people like she doesn't really want to cheat it's just like mm-hmm. part of the corporate structure is that they have to cheat the the customers yeah her biggest character flaw is that she's very jealous of Tammy, who mm-hmm. is the beautiful magician's assistant, and she's very spiteful towards her because she's the uh, the fairest maiden in the Lucky Irishman Casino. She would like to be the most lusted after person that is working at the casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she does get her wish later, but, you know, more on that soon. <laughs> yes, more of that to come. Anyway. That Scott loses all his money and Loretta says, hey, that's a nice watch. Why don't you go to the pawn shop across the street? Okay. So Scott's like, all right, well, you said blew my $23,000. Might as well <laughs> pawn my grandfather's watch to, yeah. to get, get some more money back. Anyway, and this is when things are really going to reach a boil of Lep versus the pawn shop owner. And ultimately, uh, Lep's going to murder gupta he wraps the phone cord around his neck uh too much while gupta's trying to call the police yeah very old-fashioned murder can't can't really do that nowadays but that's how uh, gupta goes i mean through three leprechaun movies the police have been very ineffective with i would say he picks cities where he knows the cops are inept that's lep's Mm -hmm. move i think yeah okay so we're going to ultimately get to where Scott is going to walk into the pawn shop wanting to pawn his watch, but he's going to find the dead body. Now, Keeve, I don't know about you, 
when you find a dead body? Do you start moving it around? I think you're supposed to not move it around. We learned this like, from CSI, um, right? I thought you were say that. Didn't we learn this from Among Us? Don't your kids know what to do? Oh, that's true. Uh, you call a meeting right away. <laughs> you call a meeting. And you say, wasn't me. Wasn't and then people me. are like, that's us. Why did you call the meeting? You yeah. keep walking in on the dead bodies. Yeah. So anyway, that he's going to then pick up the phone and then start to uh, call the police and say, hey, I found, my, I found my dead body. Meanwhile, Lep is going to start attacking him. Uh, yes. Uh, Lep... Again, Lep has a lot of failures in this movie. Like Lep doesn't doesn't get doesn't get uh, our 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 boy Scott here. No, no. Um, and uh, Scott is going to uh, pick up the coin, and then I guess does he overhear in the casino? If you have a coin, you can make a wish. But he wishes that he was uh, on a hot streak. Back. No, I in think the he casino. sees it on the CD-ROM when he walks into the store. Okay. Is what happens? Yeah. So he ends up. Picking up the coin, which uh, I don't know how Lep missed it. It was right on the desk where mm-hmm. it like, uh, popped out while he was strangling Gupta. Yeah, you'd think he'd have some sort of gold coin radar because he can sense when someone has it, but here he missed it. Somehow. Nope. Scott wishes he's back on a hot streak in the casino, and boom, he's there. Uh, yes. And I, I don't know how the wishes work. I feel like it works for, does it work for as long as you have the coin? Is what we like to believe. There, there's other times where it's sort of like, uh, that like Loretta, she makes a wish and then the coin is stolen from her and her wish doesn't go away. But there's other times where then it does wear off as soon as, uh, when, uh, Mitch makes his wish and then the coin gets taken from him and then, uh, it, it gets undone as soon as the, it's, it, it's not, <laughs> hard and fast uh, or like uh, uh, on the rules yeah I, I yeah they didn't really make ma- yeah they, they didn't make them clear i don't know i don't know okay. like there's no dvd commentary of this movie i'd love to watch it yeah or cd-rom uh, explains <laughs> it all okay that's true so scott's back in the casino he's on fire he's putting his gold coin on top of his stack of chips and every number he's coming up, boom, uh, he's got it. And even though Loretta is trying to rig the thing, uh, it's not working. Uh, Mitch, the pit boss, is like, hey, what are you doing over here? She's like, I'm trying to stop him. Nothing's working. And he's just uh, ends up making 100K at the roulette table. Yeah, I had a note. Can one hot streak bankrupt the whole casino? <laughs> it seems like it seems it. like they're, they're very, very worried about going out of business. Here. They're very they're very worried. So they have to shut down the table. Mitch basically says, "All right, break time. All right, we're going to give you a room. They don't want this whale to leave the casino. He is going to go cash out. Gets his 100k. He's now got a room at the casino. He's heading up to his room. He runs into Tammy. She's like, "What are you doing? I told you not to gamble." He's like, "Look at all this money." Yeah, uh, this hotel, by the way, I would not, I think maybe you take the money, but you stay in a different hotel with your 100K <laughs> that night. Yeah. Okay. So Lep is now on a quest to find out where this kid went with his shilling. Lep is going to uh, walk down the strip. Boy, Lep is loving Vegas. Uh, yeah, I don't, it's not clear what Lep knew about Vegas before this, right? How he got there, yeah. How he got there, well, he just like sort of morphs, um, mm-hmm. but I, like, he doesn't seem to know much about it when he meets an Elvis impersonator, he's really into it, and he says like, oh, I, I really like this town. Yes. It is yeah. Lep's kind of town. Yeah, Lep basically like runs into like the honky-tonk man on the way mm-hmm. into the casino and has uh, this run in with the Elvis impersonator. Those shoes, uh, they come in blue suede, I, I really like them, man. 
Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's when uh, Lep is saying the thank you, thank you very much. So he does a Elvis impersonation and uh, probably the most iconic Lep gift that you can find of him playing the guitar, the air guitar. That comes right after that moment. Uh, yeah, Lep rarely likes somebody. So it's sort of heartwarming to see Lep and, and, uh, and Elvis yeah. having a moment here. Not just killing people. No, we anyway. want to humanize. And by the way, Lep only kills one person in the whole like first 60% of this movie. Mm-hmm. So Lep makes his way into the lucky Irishman. He runs into Fazio, who is uh, doing some tricks and turns the tables on Fazio and uh, somehow has a uh, when Fazio is like a present to him. Look what's in my hand. Uh, Lep makes it be a steaming pile of green leprechaun poop. Yeah, gross. <laughs> it was very gross uh so scott is now in his room tammy said whatever you do don't open the door for anybody but scott mm-hmm. can't help himself he's gonna order some room service and so while he is gonna be taking a shower getting ready uh fazio and loretta realize hey this kid he's got all this money and he's got the gold coin we need to break into his room and steal it all from him what a small hotel where, like, the pit boss is also the room service guy, basically, where it has access to know, mm-hmm. like, who's ordering room service that minute. Yeah. He might be the only guest in the hotel, Rob. Also. <laughs> he may well be. Lep seems to also have free reign of the casino. Uh, Lep is at the craps table, just playing craps. Nobody seems to give him a second look. Mm-hmm. You know? He ends up uh, having a run-in with the mob guys, and uh, he does like a spell on one of the mob guys, not the guy that wanted the Mets to get their act together, but he basically like, turns a guy into a slot machine, but it's not a fatality. Um, No, it's not a fatality. I, I think like for whatever reason, he doesn't appear out of place in the casino. As mm-hmm. you said, people just think he has bad acne. Yes. No, I understand if it was like Halloween or something like that, but it just seems like uh, if I saw like the three foot leprechaun walking around the Vegas casino, uh, I, I still think that that would be odd. Yeah, supposedly uh, Warwick Davis, who plays Lep, is out of costume in the casino at some point. I didn't catch him, but he's sitting at a at a slot machine. I think that in- happened in the other movie, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Scott is upstairs taking a shower. Fazio breaks into the room, cannot find the money because uh, that is very close to Scott while he is going to be showering, but he does find the gold coin. Scott walks out. They get into a fight. Fazio sucker punches Scott and gets away with the gold coin. He also does like some sort of like a magic trick like that. He like makes a smoke bomb appear, but also like somehow like hurts himself in the process. I don't really understand how Fazio's magic works. Yeah, Fazio. I don't think Fazio understands how Fazio's magic works. (laughs) Right. But Lep can tell that the gold coin was nearby because he ends up getting into the room. He ends up coming in with the room service that Scott had ordered. And then he gets into another fight now with Scott and ends up biting Scott in the arm. Do we know how Lep got the room service card? Did he have to kill someone to get it? Is he just taking calls? That, did he get hired? Like I don't That's know unclear. That That's unclear. Yeah. There's no dead body, but uh, Scott ends up uh, stabbing Lep in the head with a knife and like throwing him out the window. Uh, Lep falls like five or six stories down to the ground and ends up shaking it off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The old five story fall. That doesn't really hurt. I like it is. We don't like Lep doesn't ever really die. Right. Because he dies at the end of like a lot of the movies and then he just comes back. He always dies and he's always just back in the next movie. 
Mm-hmm. Unexplained, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's basically the it's, I, we don't understand. Maybe there's multiple leprechauns. Maybe there's it's like a spider verse of leprechaun. Unclear. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't have to be the same leprechaun. There just always needs to be exactly one, or they hate each other. That's what we know. Yes, because it seems like one thing this movie establishes is all leprechauns are exactly the same. Yes, no question. The same personality and the same mm-hmm. interests. So yeah. Scott has this leprechaun bite. And this is something also that we did not explore in Leprechaun 1 or 2, that he has this bite. And I guess almost like being bitten by a zombie, that if you get bitten by a leprechaun, you start to turn into a leprechaun. Yes. Who knew? Uh, we did not know. Yeah, you start to speak like a leprechaun. You like things a leprechaun likes, like potatoes. Um, yeah, it becomes your thing. You become sort of a mini leprechaun. You don't look like the leprechaun at first. Eventually, that yes, starts to happen. But yes, yeah, it starts to you start to turn into a. And leprechaun. And maybe this was out of the range of of our uh, of our Scott of here. Scott, yeah, yeah. All right, so things are going to get a little complicated here with the coin. Okay, so Loretta and Fazio, they made the deal that they were going to split the money that Scott won, that they were going to steal, but Loretta was going to get the coin. Fazio comes back with only the coin. Loretta says, I called it. That's my coin. And they argue about it, but ultimately, Loretta keeps the coin. But somehow... Mitch ends up, uh, she's having an argument with uh, Mitch and Loretta, and he ends up uh, saying some uh, unbecoming things to Loretta about her about her weight, which I did not think that the character that is Loretta seemed overweight in any way, but uh, it gets mentioned a couple of times, and somehow Mitch ends up in possession of the coin during this discussion. Yeah, Mitch is a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets the coin and right he immediately wishes for tammy to fall for him so that it's a little bit it's a little bit complicated i, I will say that you know uh it, it's unclear what happened prior to this movie but that uh that tammy says basically oh you're calling me fat and look at you and he's like uh no way i could have anybody i want uh and then loretta says, says that uh, that well he's well Mitch says that he could have any there's any you know he could have any mm-hmm. woman that he wants uh sure. you know and he talks about Tammy that he has he has uh, a crush on Tammy and so that when he and he mentions that Tammy oh yeah he could get her if he wanted to and Loretta says to him yeah you you could have her you wish he's like yeah i wish i could have her like but he ends up like he doesn't know that the coin can make a wish he ends up sort of like saying in around he he doesn't know what he's doing but somehow holding the coin now he has wished that tammy had the hots for him had the hots that's taking me back to 1995 <laughs> that's where that's right where we are okay yeah. so now all of a sudden Boom, Tammy, that she is lovestruck for Mitch. Yeah, she makes a beeline for him and says, let's go right here, babe. Yeah. Now, this was a very odd, this whole thing, where I was like, oh, hold on. Is Tammy possessed by Lep? Because Tammy, who is now very thirsty, sorry, Jenny Autumn, for Mitch, she is very, like, it's very odd. She talks like a baby, but also... Mm-hmm. She's very into like physical, like smacking Mitch around because that didn't make sense. 
Yeah, I'm thinking like, oh, maybe this is how that. Uh, but ultimately- we did see Lep like into a lady in the second movie, right? I don't remember that that was his shtick. Like he just hits people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not sure. All right, but so basically, Tammy pulls Mitch into the elevator. Says, "Hey, we gotta go back to your room right now." And Loretta puts it all together. That coin. Ah, that mm-hmm. must be it. That's it's what's pretty good going catch on. by her. But yeah. she realizes that yeah, she figures she figures it all together. Um, and and basically, like Tammy is like, yeah, oh, I, I that I, I want you to, you know, I, I she wants to slap him around because mm-hmm. she likes it. Uh, she calls him uh, she uh, that she likes loving tough and hard. And then he says, oh, you want me to do so? He's like starts throwing himself into the wall. Yeah, like, he's like bashing his head into this? the wall. This is insane. What is yeah. this? Yeah. I don't know, like who wrote this? What? Yeah, what, the fr- what? maybe the freakiest freak needs a re- recount. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, Mitch and Tammy they they go back to Mitch's. What would you say is the layout of Mitch's apartment? Well, it's I believe it's a, his hotel room, right? His hotel he room. just has he has like a room in the hotel. I it's think. a wild room. Yeah, it's I, it's like very. It's like imagine the sleaziest room you could imagine, and that's what it looks like. Okay. And Mitch and Tammy, you know, things are getting hot and heavy and then so hot that Tammy says, first, I'm going to make you hot and then I'm going to make you burn. I'm like, oh, boy, this is the that she's going to. But no, this is just this is just uh, sexy talk. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little it's a little awkward. Yeah. Um, By the way, I will say that mm-hmm. I'm no expert. But yeah. if it burns, I think you're doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, probably. Did you talk, go talk to a doctor? Mm-hmm. Doctor might get him on the phone. I don't think it's supposed to burn. No, not supposed to burn. Hey. Okay. Anyway, so Loretta is going to sneak in while Mitch is in there, and she sees what's going on. She steals the coin right at the moment when Tammy is about to enter the state of undress and she basically comes to what what's going on here what are you doing to me yeah, so we don't know if like lep is like lep possessing Tammy i mean she's I not weird so. enough this for lep totally, to be possessing her. Yeah. lep is uninvolved i think in all yeah, of this yeah i think so I and think she so. comes to right. and she's like oh my god what's what's happening what what did you do to me i don't remember how did i get here and mm-hmm. Basically, she, uh, you know, uh, gets him in, in, in the groin, in the sensitive spot, and yeah. runs out of there. And he says to her, he literally says, that's it. You're finished in show business. You'll never work in this town again. Yeah, I think he controls that, too. <laughs> Very on the nose mm-hmm. for Mitch here. Okay. But Scott is going to come, too, in his room. He wakes up and what does he have a hankering for? Potatoes. Gonna eat some he's gonna eat his room service that's, potato. Forget yeah, the steak. That's what, forget the broccoli. Forget the mustard. Mm-hmm. It's potato time. I did ask my wife that I wanted mustard. I said, Can you pass the karate time? Mm-hmm. She did not know what I was talking about. Yeah. So Mitch, then meanwhile, that uh, Lep has now figured out that the coin was here, and he and and so uh, Lep is going to take control of Mitch's TV, and basically is going to like basically be controlling some sort of in-room adult entertainment. Yeah, it gets a little freaky here. Also, he gets a little freaky, and so that there is a woman who is uh, some sort of adult actress, and. She's basically like saying like, hey, Mitch, do you see me? And now I would run right out of the room, but that's just me. 
Mitch mm-hmm. is sort of oh, like, so hey, if a woman tried to flirt with you through the television, then came out I of the would television. Be out of there so I think, fast. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's accurate. So fast. And then, you know, she's like, hey, Mitch, come here. And he's getting closer. And then she starts eventually crawling out of the TV. And at this point, I would be like, I mean, this is like a horrible, like, uh, this is like the ring. I mean, this is poltergeist. That This is one of my fears, Uncle Kiwi, that mm-hmm. anything is coming out of the TV to get me. And this this wasn't even one of my fears. Now that you mentioned it, it just became one of my fears. This is so terrifying. But Mitch doesn't even bother him. I guess that Mitch, that uh, he's so worked up from before, he's not thinking. He's like, this is good. Oh, this is what what is going on. Oh, where where'd you come from? Oh, okay. This isn't that weird. Um yeah, no, he he is so uh, thirsty that he's willing to like what well, woman came out of the TV. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't think he's accurate when he says he could get whatever any woman he wants. No, I don't think so. Okay. I think he's lying. Now, maybe in his younger days, who knows? In his mm-hmm. prime. All right. So, Scott, he would that one potato wasn't enough. He goes to the the restaurant in the hotel yeah. and he orders all the potatoes that they have. He just he can't stop eating potatoes. Waitress comes to the table and he's not just eating potatoes that he has a rhyme for the waitress. Limerick, if you will. was a lady of tot, whose taste grew perverted and rotten. She cared not for steaks or for pastries and cakes, but lived upon penis au gratin. I will again say this was not, that's not Lep. Scott now suddenly it knows all of Lep's stupid limericks. Well, he is sort of lep, right? He got bit by lep. He's becoming lep, and then automatically you start spitting out the limericks. Do you think it's the actor even saying that? Yes, I think so. Can he even pull off the Irish accent? By the way, have you ever had potato au gratin? What's potato au gratin? It's like sliced potatoes with like a bunch of cheese and uh, yeah, I've had that. I've had that. Not, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Looks better than it tastes. Yes. Are you a big potato guy in general? I like, yeah, like a good potato, like a fry, baked potato. What yeah. is your favorite? Is I mean, is French fry your favorite potato? I know that's like a basic answer. Yeah, but. that's probably that's probably. I mean, uh, the hard to pass up uh, fries, mm-hmm. like a like a loaded baked potato. You'd go for that, though. I mean, what's how much? What's it loaded with? I mean, whatever you want. Mm, yeah, you could I, put a put. You know, your magic coin and put your hand control. on it. Let's not get out mm-hmm. of control. Yeah. What about like broccoli and cheese? No, forget the, get the, get get out of here with that. You don't like broccoli. I like broccoli, but I don't eat it in a potato. All right. What do you want to stuff your potato with? Um, I don't really ne- want need a stuffed potato. It's fine. Okay. It's fine the way it is. All right, fine. Yeah. What's a twice baked potato? I never. I guess I they just bake it twice. You have the, like the baked potato, and then you take everything out, and then you like turn it into like mashed potato, and then you put it back in the potato container. Why did my sister ask last week if I know what a knife is? What did that mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was just thinking about cooking in the kitchen. My sister and her like comment in the in the in the musical she's like kiva do you even know what a knife is mm. i just thought of that now anyway I don't, I don't know um that was a full week ago so we shouldn't be talking about that <laughs> um okay anyway yeah, so he's he's in the restaurant he yeah he like at this point he becomes very unlikable and i start to wonder like is scott gonna get killed off because he's sort of like a d-bag now yeah because he's lep he's turning into lep and yeah, he runs into tammy and basically uh, tells her about what happened. And it's sort of like he snaps out of it. Tammy tells like this story and, you know, it's bad enough what happens to her. And she's like, and it's not the first time it happened. So this is, the uh, you know, they really need to shut this mm-hmm. whole place down. 
Yeah, I agree. I think this place is, is you know, the authorities. A lot in Vegas of sexual harassment going on here in uh, mm-hmm. the Lucky Irishman. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Shut it down. All right. So we go back to Mitch's room and Mitch now is on the bed with naked lady from the TV. And yes. now Lep, uh, he's having a field day. He's taking control of all the channels. And <laughs> Lep is like doing skits on the television. Yeah, Lep's doing skits. He's doing shtick on the TV. And then eventually he like becomes the woman. No, like, would you say no, that? no. He doesn't become the woman. So, so Lep is going to do like he's a, he's a lawyer. He does, uh, like he's like a Miss Cleo type character and he's like trying to warn the guy, but Mitch is not listening. And then ultimately he turns the, the naked lady into like a sex bot, like a sex robot that it's just mm-hmm. like a, like a Terminator frame, but with like boobs. And then yeah. that, uh, Mitch is like, Hey, what's going on here? And then that he just gets electrocuted. Uh, yeah. So this is, uh, you know, a grisly death uh, yeah. electrocuted by the sex bot. Lep doesn't want any part Mitch. of Mitch. He doesn't want to like, turn into a, a, a lady on top of Mitch. No, 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 for sure not. Yeah. All right. So Scott and Tammy, they come running up. They're going to confront Mitch. But guess what? He's dead. And Lep is there. Rut-row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they end up hitting him with a statue and they get away. But then just at that same moment, the mob guys come in and now mm-hmm. they're going to fight Lep. And uh, I mean, this is really no contest for, for Lep. Yeah, they were talking a big game in the uh, in the casino scene about how they would rock Mitch. But yeah, he he just, he just beats them. To death. Not, not even a good kill. Real, yeah, not good kills. Art is a terrible kill. And then Tony, he rips his eye out. But other than that, pretty basic uh, yeah. murders for Lep. The one guy that said that he wished that the the Mets would get their act together did say uh, mm-hmm. to Lep, uh, "Hey, tell me what was Judy Garland really like?" Which Lep does yeah. not like that kind of joke. Doesn't like that, and he rips his eyes out. Um, that's uh, kill tolls four if you're counting at home. Okay, all right. Scott is getting more leprechaun symptoms coming on. Loretta, she's got the coin now, and she is going to make a wish, and. She is going to wish that she is basically like the hottest, sexiest thing at this casino. Yeah, she wishes to become stacked. Yes. Okay. Now, Akiva, Mm -hmm. this to me was of of the. Tell me if I'm off here, okay? Because I'm not everybody. But I almost feel like that I, I don't know what they were going for here. I thought Loretta looked better before her wish. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no <laughs> it's sense. Like what? What? Yeah. What, what is? What is? She this looks wish? like a different person. She, she looks, looks fine like beforehand. Person. They just cut her hair. They just cut her hair. Basically, she has Give like really short the, the shortest like red mm-hmm. haircut that you've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, and she was fine before, and she's just yeah. like in a different outfit, and she has like super short hair, and now she's like, oh, I'm so hot look at me uh mm-hmm. this is what she's talking about just like how sexy she is and like fazio seems to think so too here's what she says about herself <sighs> man oh man oh man oh shevitz <laughs> oh geez man oh man oh man oh shevitz but 
This is going to be short-lived for, <laughs> for for Loretta. This, I believe, is the most iconic scene of Leprechaun 3. Mm-hmm. Did, did you know? Had you ever seen this scene before? No. This, I I, you like, were familiar this, with the scene yes, before it yes, happened? Because I had seen... Uh, I had come across this on YouTube from the previous Leprechaun film ah, that we had okay, watched. okay, okay. I believe this okay. is probably the most iconic scene in mm-hmm. Leprechaun 3. Because Leprechaun is going to want his coin back Mm -hmm. and so he is going to track down loretta meanwhile fazio gets the coin away from loretta he wishes to be the greatest magician in the world uh really again that's another one that was kind of a misfire um but he gets away with the coin loretta doesn't turn back to loretta instantly i don't really understand what happened there yeah but Uh, so yes no, no no you too Anyway, so Lep is going to find Loretta and he is going to say like, okay, well, look, you wanted to be sexy. Uh, I'm going to make some changes here. Going to make some alterations. Yeah, the world's worst plastic surgeon, Mr. Lep. Yeah. So Lep's going to say, okay, let me go to work here on your boobs. Let me mm-hmm. and, and and they start blowing up and she's like, oh my god! Uh, mm-hmm. And then they says, well, maybe you need bigger lips. And then her lips start expanding. And then Lep yep. says, uh, oh wait, uh, that he's uh, that his quote, delightful slut. But what about your butt? Mm-hmm. You just to be clear, that's a quote. You're not saying yeah, that. I'm it was quoting Lep. Lep. Sure. Yes. Uh, and Akiva, uh, yeah. Lep said, okay, I'm going to take Loretta, and, and and now she's dummy thick, some would say. Yeah, he did say it's like, oh, we'll give a small butt. We got to fix that. Where, you know, 25 years later, I think he would be doing her a favor, but he maybe there's too much of no, a favor. No, but she's getting, she now she's just expand, she's expanding, yeah. expanding, expanding. Yeah. You yeah. know things are getting bad. Lep is going to get out an umbrella. Yes. He knows he knows what's coming and mm-hmm. Loretta is going to explode. Yes. Now that was quite a load to have to explode. What a lovely lass. I had to blow up your ass, but now I must hit the road. <laughs> yeah. Truly can't believe he doesn't win a freaking Nobel Prize this guy. Uh well, cause of death <laughs> breasts, buttocks and lips inflated with magic blown up. Mhm. Okay. So Scott and Tammy they're going to head back to the pawn shop because they realize if they find the gold, then they can get rid of the leprechaun. No gold, no leprechaun. Uh, yeah, that's the slogan. The only no gold, problem no is here, Kiwi, that mm-hmm. Scott is now he gets to look at the gold and he's like, oh, I'm kind of I'm turning to lep now. I, I now I want the gold. Yeah, he gets a little greedy here, Scott. Mm hmm. Yes. So, Lep is uh, going to come in and find them, and uh, they're going to start to have a, a little bit of a Lep versus Lep battle. Uh, they are going to uh, try to make a wish against Lep. Can't make a wish against the Leprechaun. Can't use the gold against him. Yeah, we, which is a rule I think we knew beforehand, right? That you can't, you can't use your gold to do something bad to Leprechaun. Do you, th- you said Lep versus Lep. Do you think there should be like Leprechaun 7 should be Leprechaun versus Leprechaun? No, I think there should, should be one Leprechaun. There should never be more than one Leprechaun. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. As long as we've established now, it. This was a misfire for me, the Leprechaun versus Leprechaun stuff. Yeah, it's the worst part of, of an otherwise good movie. I agree. <laughs> yeah. All right. But Tammy's going to get her hands on the amulet. Scott doesn't like it. 
but Tammy's going to put it in her pocket as long as he doesn't see it. But they, we need to get Scott to the hospital. Scott is transforming into a leprechaun too much. He needs to get looked at by a doctor. Uh, yeah, and I don't know what doctors are going to do with someone who has green blood. They seem a little overwhelmed, but sure. Yeah, so they admit him to the hospital, and they don't know what's going on. They're going to start running a bunch of tests. He's becoming more and more leprechaun-like. But the doctors who seemingly are heroes, much like they are heroes in our real life, these doctors seem a little greedy where I'm not sure what kind of hospital this is, but it seems like that the doctors and nurses at this hospital seem to be profit participants in whatever medical. This Mm -hmm. might be like a mom and pop hospital where that they see that he has 100K in cash. So they start talking about how, like, oh, we're going to order up all the tests we can because <laughs> we're going to really milk this guy dry. Uh, yeah, I w- will say a big plot line of the movie is universal health care, which is pretty shocking, but it comes up a bunch of times. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, I'm not sure exactly uh, what was going on. I'm not sure if this was sort of like the... Uh, Hillary Clinton uh, try to get the health care going yeah. versus uh, but, like early 90s. Yeah. But universal health care and when will the Mets win a World Series? Like still two major plot points 25 yes. years later. Okay. Because uh, we're going to see Lep. He's going to get on a nurse's costume. He's going to go sne- be sneaking into the hospital. And so we've sort of established that the doctors and nurses are bad guys, which opens the door for Scott to wake up and then take out all the doctors and nurses using his own leprechaun magic. Uh, th- this was the one of the weirder lines in the film, of very weird lines, that after Scott beats up all the doctors and nurses in the operating room, he says this. Now that's what I call managed health care. Now that's what I call managed health care. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird line, right? <laughs> I, what is managed health care? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's something we should know, but I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't get the line. <laughs> okay, sure. It was a 90s thing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, with, uh, we're going to then see uh, Tammy and uh, she's going to get captured by Lep. Scott is going to uh, yada yadding a, a little bit here uh, that mm-hmm. Scott is going to then get down there and he is able to free Tammy from Lep. Uh, but after an amulet to the face, Lep is going to realize, okay, they don't have the other coin. I got to go back to the lucky Irishman and get that other coin. Fazio has it. Uh, yeah. I, by the way, the name Fazio gets better every time you say it. I do mm-hmm. love the name Fazio, just FYI. It's a good name. All right. So Fazio, who's now the world's greatest magician, he's yes. doing his show and he's got a big number that he's going to do that is a big act that he wants to do. He somehow has found a new magician's assistant also somehow in like two hours since, uh, <laughs> his former magician's assistant has quit. So. Then he's working on his show, but now Lep comes out on stage and the odd, the crowd is like, yes, yes. Oh, this is amazing. What a great part of the show. Lep is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think if you saw Lep come out, you'd be like, oh, that's a cool trick. I agree. Yeah. And so somehow like then we cut away from this where Lep's like, give me my coin back. And Fazio's like, no way. We cut away. And now somehow Lep has Fazio 
in the magician's box to be sawed in half. We don't we don't really know how Lep did this. Yeah, but listen, Lep's got his ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then now Fazio is in the magi- in the box that's to be cut in half, and Lep's asking the audience like, "What do you think? Should I cut him in half?" And the audience is like, yeah, do it. The Daniel yes. Bryan voice. They, they give him the yes, yes, yes. yes, yes the WWE. Yes, yes. And Ed Fonzie's mm-hmm. like, no. Uh, and then Lep, uh, he's going to get out his chainsaw. And Fonzie's like, no, you won't do it. There's all these witnesses. Um, yeah. No, he dares. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is dare Lep. Yeah. He'll do <laughs> Lep it. calls his bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he says, Okay, fine. And he takes out the chainsaw and there's just blood going everywhere. And then Lep uh reveals the the, the fa- poor Fazio. And uh basically Scott runs in and tells everybody, get out of here. This you don't want to see this. And we get some uh Lep versus Lep uh fighting. Yeah, Lep on Lep crime here. There was a good moment where Leprechaun tries to appeal to Scott and says, uh Scott Come with me to the green side. I'll yeah. make you rich. But we already know leprechauns hate leprechauns. So like, yeah. this could not have been sincere, right? He would have yeah. just demolished them ultimately. And Lep is trying to appeal to his greed, but he that Scott is able to see through it. He takes out Fazio's blowtorch and just you know melts the pot of gold, which then bursts Lep into flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, killing Lep. Yeah. And then ultimately, um, then that when Lep bur- bursts into flames, that turns Scott back to normal. I don't really understand why that happened. I guess, yeah, that doesn't really add up, but I'll buy it. I didn't want Scott to be Lep one more second, so I'm yeah. fine with that. So I thought because that they, you, you, it's established in the film, you only get one wish per person. I thought that Tammy would get that last gold coin and she would wish for Scott to be back to normal. Would have made, there was a lot of wishes they could have made there. A lot of wishes they could have made, but then, but then, so they didn't even have to use waste the wish on making Scott back to normal. So Lep is dead. Scott and Tammy, who I don't, I mean, they've had a they've had an interesting evening. But as far as I know, I do not believe that they have even smooched in this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, the film paints it like okay, they're ready to go, like live off the rest of their lives together. I don't even think that they have held hands in the film. They say it's the beginning of a beautiful friendship, so yes, I don't know okay. if they're well, going to yeah. date. So, I, I, but I don't. They, I I think we're supposed supposed to be left with that this is going to be this uh, you know great romantic relationship that's been born. So they mm-hmm. have a coin. They have one gold coin left, and they ha- and and they ha- and Tammy still has her wish. What? How? What will they do with this one wish? have just about anything we want it's your call okay it's your call tammy what do you mm-hmm. want anything what do you want to what do you want to do uh world peace uh end hunger nah uh, good well let's uh let, end racism Mm-mm. Any, we have each other anything we're good uh, no nuclear weapons Mm-mm. we like nukes just uh, no, no pandemics. Any, that anything, Tammy. You name it. Mm-hmm. Your call. Your call, Tammy. What do you want to do here? I don't know. I think I have everything I want. 
You know something, sweetheart? This could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. That's it. End of the movie. Well, here's the thing. To get have the to make the wish, you need to keep the coin. Who wants to keep the coin and have Leprechaun possibly come find you? you so to me, it maybe is a good call because you're getting the le- you're getting out of Vegas. You're getting the lap out of your life for good. I don't think he follows you once you're like, I don't think he goes and gets revenge, at least not on screen. And then they end with the Casablanca ending Leprechaun three. I mean, a similar quality level of film, I would definitely agree. <laughs> Ladies, if you are in, in a, if, if, a guy, if a guy says to you in the Humphrey Bogart voice, this is going to be the start of a beautiful friendship. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, isn't that check, please? Uh, yeah, so you think that's a deal breaker if someone says that? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay, that's fair. She doesn't even want to be the magician. I mean, she's gonna go. go what what happens after this? What's the the epilogue? I mean, she's like an established magician's assistant. Um, I don't know how old she is in real life because she doesn't have a wiki page or even IMDb. I mean, they fact. are people of interest in a number of murders. Yes, he killed seven people plus plus a, a mysterious leprechaun. When the police uh, discover, boy, uh, hey Tammy, every single person you know. That you work with was brutally murdered, mm-hmm. and um, like no, 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 uh, a leprechaun did it. Yeah, that's the problem with the lep stuff. It's hard to pin it on. Although him. I will but- say that a lot of the patrons did see the leprechaun. Mm-hmm. At the, yes, there like, were the a lot of witnesses to the pe- witnesses. to the leprechaun. I'm not sure about the security camera situation. Fazio. Was, like, oh, man, I don't know if he appears on the security cameras. Leprechaun. Why? Why do you think he wouldn't? No, I guess he does. But I don't think that's ever been. He, they are going to L.A. where Lep Two happened, and maybe like they're familiar with the story. I don't know if that helps them or hurts yeah. them. Yeah, in terms of being suspects. Yeah. What's the next Leprechaun film? In space. Oh, we're going to space. Okay, we're you going think to space. A time jump. Oh, I mean, if you go to space, you're probably in the future, but I'm not sure. I don't want to. I don't want to <sighs> spoil myself by yeah. googling anything. Okay. I mean, you already had the butts and boob stuff spoiled this for this time. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know anything about Leprechaun Four. Uh, but Leprechaun this, this Four. Is, reinvigorated my love for the Rep- Leprechaun series, which yeah. two was not a great movie. Two is like, I think we might be out on the Leprechaun, but now I'm and now very I'm much all the I'm way back forward. In. Yeah. The next Can't one. Can't believe we have to wait a year to watch Leprechaun 4 in yeah. space. Let me just give you the tease here. Leprechaun 4 in Please. space is a 1997 American science fiction black comedy slasher film. A lot of uh, modifiers on this mm-hmm. uh, by Brian Trenchard Smith. Is that the same person that did Leprechaun yes. 3? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the fourth installment in the Leprechaun series. So, okay. All right. The muse of the Leprechaun is uh, is going to be back for Leprechaun 4. Uh, yeah. Let's Can also say... Oh, let me just also, yeah. also say that, look, we reported the details of what happened in this film, that we do not, in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form, consent or condone anything Lep did or said, right. and... We unequivocally disavow the leprechaun. Yeah. We are not pro leprechaun. I, I was fine hero. with him. You know, he killed the sexual harasser guy. I'm fine with that. But in general, we're not pro leprechaun. We're just reporting the facts as we he see. He mostly them. kills bad people. Mostly, yes. They do but mostly have no kill bad people. excuse for murder. No, this but also the shop war. owner. See- the shop owner seemed like a pretty decent guy, so we definitely condemn yeah. that. Some, I mean, very some people, like, uh, they have a lot of greed, but that's, you know, not a killable offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of reviews for you. Uh, Steve Crumb says, if Leprechaun 1 and 2 are clunky, why expect this one to be even as good? It isn't. That's wrong. 
He gave it one star out of five. Uh, Tim Brayton says, the directness with which this went to video was apparent in nearly every single element. Wrong. <laughs> uh, Steffenberger Stephenson, who gave it a half a star out of four, says perhaps even worse than the first two, that you clearly did not watch them. That is incorrect. Uh, Emmanuel Levy, quote, not available, but he gave it two out of five. And Scott Weinberg, who I believe uh, is written about Survivor, if it's the same guy, right? I'm not no, sure. No, that's Scott Feinberg. Sorry. Mm-hmm. E- incorrect. Akiva. Or, or, One out of five. Or, or, or Dan Feinberg. Or Dan Feinberg. Yeah, but this is Scott Weinberg. Different guy. Uh, how to take a stupid idea and make it progressively more moronic. No, this is a good movie. <laughs> yes. They are okay. wrong. All right. There you go. All right. Kevin L., a super reviewer, says the only reason why I'm giving this movie three and a half stars is because it's so damn entertaining. What's it on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, with critics, uh, a zero. But with the audience, 34. Yeah. Not terrible. Best of the Leprechaun series to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe and they by the could way, get Aniston back for Leprechaun 4 after this. Uh, well, they already didn't, but maybe Leprechaun 7 <laughs> if things go really south. Um, so uh, I really like Lee Armstrong, the actress who played... Um, <laughs> what was her name? I, Tammy. Tammy. I already we get her for out a of my bag? notes. Well, here's the thing. So she leaves Hollywood, uh, her or wish. leaves acting. This is her last... She's in this and a Zachary Ty Bryan movie. I believe he did something very bad today, uh, Zachary Ty Bryan. Okay. But... Um, so those are the only two films really she's in. But then uh, some real hard Googling I did a couple hours ago. She becomes an intern on the Howard Stern show. Yeah. You remember an intern named Lee? No, I do not. Okay. So I was looking. I even tried to find, you know, there's a guy who like breaks down every Howard Stern day ever. So yes, I found the yes. day she was like even on, but I couldn't, I couldn't find anything about her. But yeah. uh, she, I would love to know why she quit Hollywood after this film. Okay. All right. Maybe she's going to uh, start podcasting. Yeah, if we could find Lee Armstrong, I would be happy to talk to her. Because I think she's way too good in this movie to have quit. But what are you going to do? All right. Uncle Kiwi, uh, what mm-hmm. a great bonus episode of Renap. Yes. Okay. All right. Can I like having traditions, like you know? Yeah. yeah. Tradition. We do Royal Rumble. Yep. We do this. We do Brackets in March. Do we have any other traditions? I'm sure. Uh, we can make new traditions also in our second hundred okay. series of episodes. All right. Well, Uncle Kiwi... Mm-hmm. This was great. I know that the first lady of podcasting needs to go to work. We've been podcasting for uh, closing in on four hours straight now. So mm-hmm. uh, let's so let's stop down here. Hope everybody enjoyed this very special surprise holiday treat, not trick. And we will be back in one week's time for our to tell the truth with Corey B. And if people want to call in for our. Halloween mailbag in Renap costumes. Uh, we will also do that in the next episode. Yeah. What if they wear the Renap costume on Halloween, but they call in and like show us a picture? Is that okay? Where um, they call like they in can't get the costume twice, but they're like calling in and like, hey, here's what happened. I dressed up as the King Cake Baby or Kevin Costner or somebody. I'm not wearing it now, but I did, and here's evidence. Can they? Well, call it's going to be before Halloween. Oh, it's before Halloween. Yeah. Okay, fine. They can show us the costume. When, okay. when are we recording that? We, uh, we, we got to figure that out. We just finished the last okay, podcast. We got, we got a week and a half to figure this out. Okay, okay fine. All right. So when I talk to you again, I will be back from New York and we will be uh, ready to go on the next mm-hmm. episode of Robin Akiva Need Podcast. Akiva, anything else? Uh, no. Have a, a, a good trip to New York and I'm, uh, I'm excited to get back on the wagon with you or off the wagon. <laughs> yes. Uh, any limericks you want to close with? There once was a podcaster named Rob. Uh, his room was messy, but he was not a slob. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he asked for some Laffy. They sent him some Taffy. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's crazy that this is a job. I don't know. You should have asked me to. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So thanks, everybody. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Here come men in black. Won't let you remember. All right, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing, but trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me, it's for your own protection. Because we see things that you need not see, and leave the places that you need not be. So go with your life, look at the Roswell crap, show love to the black suit. Because that's the man in, that's the man in. Here come the man in black, here they come. Galaxy Defenders. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.